This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. There has been a disturbance in the BYUSN. We are live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Thursday May the 4th be with you. How about that open? Greatest open we've ever had. That was awesome. Four-bit graphics. Unbelievable. (laughs) Oh, that was awesome. Straight out of the George Lucas wannabe studio. That came right out of ILM, I'm pretty sure. It's also Quattro de Mayo or Cinco de Mayo Eve. Wherever and however you're dialed in, it's great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with 4-bit video game designer Jason Shepard. That was awesome. That was fantastic. <laughs> Whoever found the music, give that person a raise. And a perfect way to just set up today's show. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's Star Wars Day. It is Star Wars Day. Isn't it funny how May, like the first five days of May, because when, when May happens, it's Justin Timberlake. It's, yeah. it's gonna be May. Okay? <laughs> then there's May the 4th, and then tomorrow is Cinco de Mayo. There's a lot of things happening in the first week of May. By the way, when did May the 4th Be With You become a thing? Because I, have, I don't remember it even no 10 idea. years ago. I have no idea. Can somebody, can some historian... Like when did this start to be a th- Because now it's just part of our culture. But, like, when did this start? Because they didn't have this when I was a kid. I don't know. Our production assistants are quickly searching Wikipedia right now <laughs> hey, for the official answer. Whoever started it, whenever they started it, thank you. <laughs> we thank you. At Johnny Linehan 9 has tweeted in hashtag may the fourth and 19 be with you i'll leave it to johnny that's clever that has become legendary right when you go for it on your own two yard line on the boise blue and it's fourth and 19 <laughs> it's <laughs> you become a legend it's easier to enjoy that moment now that boise state didn't score off the possession now, i realize <laughs> byu lost the game but the fact that after that happened, Boise State was not able to score, it allows us to enjoy that moment a little bit more. Yes, I love that all of the BYU coaches <laughs> are like, follow your blockers, run outside, Johnny. Run outside. I want them to do that every time I watch, I rewatch the play. You don't go. Oh. <laughs> it's all good, though. Yes, May the 4th and 19 be with at Jalenahan 9 specifically. Also, attention shoppers, there is a blue light special in Studio B today, Jason. Which BYU team are you buying right now? We will discuss that in just a bit. Uh, I, I bet somebody will say football. That's in because fact, football's king. I bet you uh, Tyson Pratcher would. Who oh. is that? He's the co-founder of the Harlem Jets. What did he learn about BYU after last weekend's collaboration with Kalani Sitaki. And Jerem Jordan, eye candy, will join us in Columbus, Ohio, to preview the men's volleyball Final Four. Ryan Andrus of BYU Men's Basketball just returned from his two-year mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He's going to hang out with us in Studio B. It is a loaded show, and oh, we can't forget the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. Three-seed BYU men's volleyball takes on the two-seed Long Beach State tonight in the NCAA semifinals. If you're going by rankings, that's four versus one. The Cougars and 49ers split their two matches this season. BYU opposite hitter Ben Patch says, when teams are this familiar with each other, it's just fun. Long Beach is a very good volleyball team, and BYU is similarly very, very well coached. 
Um, yeah, so I think it's, 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 it's just fun to be able to play a team like Long Beach. Uh, ben also compared BYU and Long Beach State to dating each other yesterday I laughed during our loud. live interview. I laughed out loud when I heard that. <laughs> that made me laugh a lot. Tonight's match begins at 6 p.m. Eastern. Four Mountain can be streamed on NCAA.com. Number 20, BYU softball beat Grand Canyon 6 to nothing last night, extending its winning streak to 16 games. McKenna Bull pitched seven shutout innings recording the win, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. This is unbelievable. McKenna Bull has pitched a total of 43 and two-thirds straight scoreless innings. She hasn't given up a run (laughs) in almost 44 straight innings. There are impressive stats, and then there's that stat. Unbelievable. McKenna Bull is phenomenal. Cougars take on Santa Clara in a doubleheader tomorrow in California, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern time. 43 and two-thirds <laughs> scoreless crazy. innings straight. McKenna Bull, yes, the West Coast Conference pitcher of the decade. Let's just go ahead and call it for what it is. The Cougars, as Jason mentioned, uh, back to work in West Coast Conference play. They just got to keep winning. Yep. They want to host an NCAA regional. Just keep winning. BYU baseball travels to Santa Clara tonight to kick off a three-game West Coast Conference series. The Batcats currently leading the conference. Doesn't that sound fantastic? First place Cougars. A record of 14-4 and four in WCC play. The game will be broadcast on BYU Radio at 9 Eastern. And former golfing Cougar Zach Blair has started the first round of the Wells Fargo Championship at Eagle Point Golf Club. He's currently even par through 14 holes, right now tied for 25th. This just in from The Voice, Ben Bagley. May the 4th became a thing in 2011. It is six years old. Okay. Jason. I figured it was, it was new, new-ish. So six years old, all right. Yes, and I'm gathering that it uh, originated in Toronto, Ontario, Canada at the Toronto Underground Cinema. So maybe they have like a Star Wars marathon on May the 4th. I don't know. We will look into it some more. Great things come out of Canada. <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and uh, Michael J. Fox. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, Hockey? Sure. John Candy, <laughs> who most of our students don't know who he is, which was a depressing day. Oh, so good. Hey, Victoria, have you been to Victoria, British Columbia? That's in Canada. That's pretty fantastic. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Pay attention! Which BYU team deserves your attention, people? BYU baseball. They've won six straight. 16 of 19. They're climbing the poles. Game day at Santa Clara, as we just profiled. They scored 82 runs over this six-game win streak, Jason. 82 runs. 82 runs! That's are almost you as me? ridiculous as McKenna Bowl and BYU softball throwing 43-plus consecutive scoreless innings. They're ranked number 20. They're 18th in the RPI. They're positioning to host an NCAA regional. The National Player of the Week, Riley Jensen, wears the stretch Y. It's a really good time for baseball and softball. Oh, and then there's volleyball. Yeah, they're actually <laughs> they're in the postseason oh, right now. Yeah, yep. yeah, back in the Final Four tonight. In the NCAA Volleyball National Semifinals in Columbus, they're going after their first national championship in 13 years. And not only are they going for that, 
They take on a rival uh-huh. to try and get to the championship game, taking on Long Beach State tonight. As Ben Patch called it, it's just fun. BYU men's and women's golf both won the West Coast Conference a week ago. Basketball, of course, is always a hot topic because the Cougars are in flux. Transfers. Expectations. Always an ordeal, right? Track and field is crushing it. So all of that said, answer today's Twitter question. As a BYU fan, what sport has your attention right now? First tweet comes in from at Jay Cajas. Yes. Uh, I never knew how exciting volleyball could be until I started watching BYU volleyball. Here's to a win tonight and a championship. The Cougars with some angst and some pressure seeking the top spot again for the first time in more than a decade. Look. With everything that's going on right now with BYU Volleyball and being in the postseason, it's hard to go with anything but BYU Volleyball. So you're going with Volleyball, right? Well, I mean, it's the postseason, okay? This is the Final Four. It's an opportunity for a national championship. So you're going with Volleyball, right? Yes, but there's like a 1A, okay? (laughs) Like today... It's the postseason. Nobody else is in the postseason right now. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Exactly. This has more meaning today. Right. But it will come as Whoa, no there's surprise. The there's this, the but. It's not a but. It, again, it's a 1A. <laughs> I'm glued to BYU baseball with what they're doing right now. As Colton Shaver says, I'm always around. So. Yes, yes, you are. Are you even working? <laughs> are you even working? I mean, this team is playing at such a high level right now. First place, a absolutely dominating lineup from top to bottom. Opposing pitchers get no at-bat off. If things continue to play out like they have to this point, the Batcats are setting themselves up for a really fun end to the conference season. Hopefully a very uh, happy conference tournament in Stockton. That's one word that we hope it is, right? And then maybe more. And I'm talking about a possible regional. There are already teams, excuse me, there are already publications that have BYU as a regional team Winning the WCC tournament in Stockton. Jason, you were going to shock me, man. I, I thought you were going to volleyball. I am. I gave you a chance. I am. Kind no, of. but you're not. Yeah, kind of. No, but like today, but my attention is also with baseball. It, it is hard to go with anything but men's volleyball, which is why I'm going with volleyball. <laughs> I'm at the forefront of BYU baseball and softball, but men's volleyball is in the national semifinals today. Today! Picking something other than volleyball. Is like looking at your free meal to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, which expires today, and saying, well, I've got this other free dinner at Benihana. It expires in June, but I feel like Benihana today. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the Benihana gift certificate. You're, you're going to waste Ruth's Chris today. You can't do that. There's nobody wasting anything. It's like overlooking the fact that Justin Bieber is a Canadian product. Jason? Yeah, that may not have been the best <laughs> import. <laughs> You can't overlook a free dinner at one of the nicest steakhouses in the country. So I'm not going to. I'm going to eat. I'm hungry. <laughs> People, it's the final four. BYU is matched up with the number one ranked team in the country. Yes, they're the two seed. But they're really the number one team in the country, Long Beach State. The Cougars are one win from playing in the national championship. It's been 13 years since BYU won it all. There's angst. The pressure is mounting. There's a lot riding on this. And BYU graduates some serious players, like two of the top players in the entire country, namely Ben Patch, the opposite of opposites, and Jake Langlois. Both of those guys good enough to play with the national team. 
They need to take advantage of these amazing players. So yeah, the time is now. As good as softball and baseball and golf and track and field have been, they're not in the postseason in the Final Four today. It's all about BYU men's volleyball today. Live in the now, people. Yes. Live in the now. Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. None of this 1A business. Come on, (laughs) man. I'm just I'm spreading the love. What's wrong with that? Fine. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation and answer the Twitter question. As a BYU fan, what sport has your attention right now? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Milton underscore rat. Today, Star Wars and BYU football. Of course, there's the football there's reference, the... right? Hey, somebody said football. What? Hit it. Countdown to the Vikings. 114. 114 days away. I'm so we did not uh, we did not go over that ahead of time. No. I wasn't sure if we were going 114 or 100. It wouldn't work. No, either. you did it the right way. Yeah, yeah. You did it. You did it the right Woo! way. 114 days. Yeah. So football always on the mind because it's right around the corner, right? BYU and Portland State getting together in Provo at Lavelle Edwards Stadium in late August. But really. Which team and which sport has your attention right now on campus at BYU? Is it baseball, softball, volleyball, which it should be in the national championship almost today? <laughs> Just beat Long Beach State, then get there. Man, this is going to be a fun match tonight. Or something else. Use the hashtag BYUSN and respond. Uh, at Away Coog says... Uh, ben Patch into What's Hot, men volleyball, of course. Okay, yes, men's volleyball. Thank you, people, for having some common logic and paying attention to the team that is in the postseason right now. At M.M. Hintzy also says men's volleyball. Then, of course, at R. Scott Earl says football with a gif of Bart Scott of the New York Jets saying, can't wait, can't wait. There, the, the, there's always, There's never a bad time to be focusing on football, let's be honest. No argument there. Coming up, BYU basketball sophomore and return missionary Ryan Andrus. But first, the co-founder of the Harlem Jets youth football program, Tyson Pratcher. What's trending on BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. May the 4th. Be with you. BYU Sports Nation continues simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUS, and perhaps you feel like talking some BYU baseball. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. First place, Batcats on the road in Santa Clara tonight, beginning a three-game series against the Broncos. You can listen to the game on BYU Radio, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Maverick Buffo getting the start for the Cougs. Cougars going for a seventh straight win. They have scored 82 runs in the last six games. That doesn't even sound right. That's... It's a lot of runs. There aren't football teams that can score 82 points in six games. <laughs> That's true. Come on. Our Twitter question today. As a BYU fan, what sport has your attention right now? At our Greenhaw tweets in volleyball. Any BYU team that has a chance at a national title has my attention. It goes down against Long Beach State tonight, a spot in the national championship match on the line. Joining us now, Columbia Law School graduate, co-founder of the Harlem Jets youth football program, and a coach. 
Tyson Pratcher on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. I guarantee he's focused on football right now. Tyson, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Thank you so much uh, for having me. It's great to be here. Hey, absolutely. Tell us, uh, in your words, the story of how the Harlem Jets and BYU football got together to make all of what happened recently happen. Yeah, it, it uh, literally, I, I guess, I mean, a few months ago, we, we got a cold call uh, from, I think, the director of player development, uh, CNA, and he said, um, you know, uh, you know, Coach, uh, Coach Kalani is, is, is interested in coming to New York, and I, I think it's an outgrowth of um, uh, Coach uh, uh, Lavelle Edwards, who I, I think did a, a mission uh, to New York City, and he kind of wanted to do something to kind of honor his, uh, his legacy. And just so happened uh, that CNA did his mission in Harlem uh, and, uh, and had seen us and, and knew about uh, our success uh, and suggested that uh, we'd be, we, we be the first team uh, that they uh, conduct a clinic for. And so uh, we, we, we thought it was a prank call. It first took us a couple of days <laughs> to, to, to get rounded up. Uh, to call him back, and I said, "Well, if it is a prank, it's a pretty, you know, intricate prank because the guy is on the website. That's a pretty good admission in New York, so we better call him back." <laughs> so, Tyson, what did you know about BYU prior to this collaboration? Uh, you know, I think you know, I, I probably knew a little bit more than the others. I, you know, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge uh, college football fan, and in fact, when I was in high school. Uh, uh, and from Memphis, Tennessee, we, we, we were running the air raid offense. And so BYU was one of the few places that was throwing the football back then uh, in college football. So I used to spend a ton of time uh, watching, uh, watching BYU uh, football uh, over the years. And so, uh, you know, we, so, so, so from a football perspective, it's, it's certainly a place uh, that, we, uh, that, that, uh, that, that I at least had, had a fair amount of familiarity. I also had, a, a, ironically, a high school teammate of mine from Memphis who, uh, who went to BYU uh, for undergrad. So, so I, was, I was pretty familiar. Very good. Tyson Pratcher, co-founder of the Harlem Jets Youth Football Program, with us on BYU Sports Nation. I can assure you that this live program is also not a prank, Tyson. This is actually <laughs> yeah. This happening. is really happening right now, Tyson. <laughs> what was the best part about that opportunity that you recently had with BYU, in your opinion? You know, it, it was a really magical day. I, I think that uh, uh, the, the, the best part of the day was probably, you know, there, there were there were two sections. Uh, you know, there were a lot. There's a lot of football done that day, uh, but we also did a, a service project uh, with the team and with uh, many of the uh, of the wives putting together uh, care packages for the homeless. Uh, and so the kids got to do that, and then they also got to sit uh, with, with with the players. Uh, to talk about, you know, setting goals and staying focused and, uh, you know, the importance of making uh, good decisions. And so I think if there really was a highlight, it, it was probably those two, uh, two pieces of the day. Now that you've had an opportunity to be around Kalani Satake and the players and get an idea of what the program is about, what are your impressions of Coach Satake and the program? You know, I, uh, you know, you know, we had a ton of respect for them coming in. But one thing I will tell you is that um, uh, in New York City, and, and particularly uh, in Harlem, uh, they can tell a fake and a phony from a mile away. And so I think that what really came through with them was just how authentic they were. Uh, and from the first moment uh, that they got off the bus, uh, you know, it was just a real connection. And you could tell uh, that they really cared about the kids. Uh, and they really had a real commitment uh, to, to, to really service. And you could see by the, the number of uh, family members they had and the way they interacted with the kids, a real commitment. 
uh, to family. And you know, for us, um, you know, it, um, you know, it was, it was, it was just a, a, a remarkable, remarkable thing uh, to be a part of. And I, I told him, you know, it was, it was tremendous to see, uh, to talk to Coach Kalani. As impressive, and probably in our case, probably more impressive was. Uh, not more impressive, but just in a different way was 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 the players, right? I mean, you know, we have a ton of college football players, and you know, we spend a lot of time with them. But just the class and integrity, and how you know great they were with the kids, and you know, it's 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 like we're on the first name basis. I mean, those guys, Tanner and and Butch and Michael Shelton and Bronson and Corbin, you know, it, you know, I feel like I've known them for a hundred years, but I'm calling their names <laughs> now because it was just such a um, just such a such a such a phenomenal phenomenal blessing. Yeah, it's hard to explain to somebody the real and genuine and sincere nature of Kalani Satake and his players to someone that hasn't met them. But but once you do, 100% of people agree with what you just said. And and how about the Heisman Trophy winner Ty Detmer hanging out in Harlem talking with and mentoring your coaches and players? He's one of the most down-to-earth superstars that I've ever met. Well, well, well I, w- I will tell you this. I, I, I wanted the kids to have a good time, but leading up to it, I said I, I actually only have uh, one goal for this event, and that's to, to uh, play catch with Ty Detmer uh, <laughs> uh, because he's someone uh, who, I, who I grew up really idolizing. I, because he was always – I played quarterback in high school, and I was like the, the, the short quarterback, and so I always followed him in the shotgun being, <laughs> being the short quarterback. And I'm also a, a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And so funny enough, uh, uh, Ty Detmer is one of the first people on the field – we have, despite the fact we're going to have a few Eagle fans, and one of them uh, literally ran over to him, uh, a 300-pound coach, and just embraced him in a way I think may have made Ty Demmer a little uncomfortable because it was a full-body hug. So I think <laughs> everyone there uh, was, uh, was super excited uh, to have him there and to, uh, to spend some time learning from him. Uh, but he was just—he he was wonderful and just patient and, um, you know, as, uh, as, as good as advertised. You know, Tyson, you, you've gone over everything, you know, the – the interaction, the one-on-one time that the coaches and the players had with your with your team and your program. Ultimately, what kind of an impact do you think this camp with the Cougars will have on your program? Yeah, you know, I think you know we've had, uh, and this is the coaches we talk about this. You know, we've had uh, a lot of really good days. You're right, we won national championships. We have, you know, 30-whatever kids, 30-some-odd kids and in, in playing college football. Uh, this was easily, in our estimation, the most impactful day uh, we've ever had. And so, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's impactful from the perspective, from many perspectives. One, just, you know, the integrity and what BYU football stands for. And, in fact, they were selecting an organization like ours, which we think kind of validates the work that we've been doing, not football related, but just, you know, in terms of building better men. Uh, but the, the, and, and, and kind of parallel to that, the biggest impact was probably not uh, football related for our boys, right? Uh, it's not every day that someone comes 2,000 miles and brings, you know, 70 people with them. Um, and it really kind of demonstrates to our kids that, you know, you know they know we love them. Uh, uh, but it also demonstrates there are other people out there who love them too, uh, and so and there really are good folks in this world, and that uh, you know if you're doing the right thing, uh, good things can happen to you. And I think that uh, what happened uh, last Saturday in, in Harlem was just 
a really good thing and just really, uh, you know, a phenomenal experience, uh, really kind of a uh, once-in-a-lifetime deal uh, for our kids. Tyson Pratcher, co-founder of the Harlem Jets Youth Football Program with us on BYU Sports Nation discussing what happened with members of the BYU football staff and some of the players last Saturday in Harlem. The Jets are run by an all-volunteer staff founded by five friends back in 1996. What was the motivation behind establishing and forming a youth football program like this? You know, it, um, we, and, and I apologize, we may have written 1996, actually 2006. Oh, but, 2006, but, okay. But, but, but I apologize. Uh, but the, the, the real impetus for us is I think we all have similar stories. Uh, you know, I was, you know, as I mentioned, from Memphis. I was born in a single-parent uh, household in a tough neighborhood. Uh, and the guys who really uh, made a difference for me, uh, were my youth football coaches from the third grade, who I who I still talk to to this day, Coach McKinney, um, uh, all the way through high school, and 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 ultimately, you know, it worked out, and I, I got to Columbia. But 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 things just don't work out on their own. They work out because someone uh, is interested in you, and so. I think all of us have similar stories about the impact that, that, that youth football coaches had on us. And it wasn't really youth football uh, in a very competitive way in New York. And so we decided we're just going to try to build it. And so we really kind of started thinking that this would be uh, something that, you know, at a minimum, you know, I think that our goal was just simply to have an impact on the kids. It's turned into a lot more, and I don't think we ever thought it would turn into what it has turned into. Uh, but it was just about, you know, you kind of have to give back. And so, you know, we're all here because someone uh, cared along the way. And um, and we thought there was an opportunity to do something uh, to, to play it forward in Harlem. So, Tyson, would it be fair to say that uh, the BYU's made a a new fan and you will be cheering on the Cougars this year? Well, let me tell you, I think that I think that they came to Harlem and made about 2,000 new fans. Uh, I, I was on the, the BYU website ordering uh, the, the, the hat with the Y on it uh, on uh, on Saturday evening, and we're we're, we're playing a pretty big uh, a pretty big celebration for the LSU game. So we're we're gonna we're gonna bring the kids in and have a, a big viewing and get decked out in blue and uh, cheer the Cougars on. Oh, I That's love awesome. it! That's great. I love it, Tyson. It's great to have you be part of uh, BYU Sports Nation. We wish you the best of luck with the Harlem Jets, and it's uh, great. Great to talk to you. Thank you guys uh, so much uh, for having me. I really appreciate it. You got it. Tyson Pratcher on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Sports are awesome for reasons <laughs> like that. How great is that? They're going to have like a viewing party all decked out in Cougar gear for the LSU game. That's great. That's fantastic. As a BYU fan, what sport has your attention right now? For Tyson Pratcher on the Harlem Jets, it's football, especially when they take on LSU. Up next, maybe it's basketball. Ryan Andrus, the sophomore basketballer, is back from his mission. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard hanging out in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere you feel like it. If you just missed our conversation with the Harlem Jets co-founder, Tyson Pratcher, it was fantastic. What was the best part about interacting with Ty Detmer and Kalani Satake and members of the BYU football team? And how much of an impact did it have on that youth football program in the state of New York? I mean, look, we do a lot of great interviews. Like, that is what sports and camaraderie and teamsmanship are all about. Yeah, if you missed that, download the apps, the BYU TV app, BYU Ready app. They're free, and uh, as Spencer mentioned, you can watch uh, on-demand content anytime, anywhere. 
Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines, third seed BYU men's volleyball in the Final Four. I repeat, in the Final Four today, take on the two-seed Long Beach State for a spot in the national championship. The Cougars and 49ers split their two matches this season. Tonight's match live at 6 Eastern, 4 Mountain. Stream it on NCAA.com. Number 20, BYU softball beat Grand Canyon last night 6 to nothing, is sending its winning streak to 16 games. McKenna Bull continues to dominate, pitched seven shutout innings, recording the victory. Cougars taking on Santa Clara in a doubleheader tomorrow in California. Game 1, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Game 2, 9 p.m. Eastern. BYU baseball also facing the Broncos of Santa Clara. Tonight to kick off a three-game West Coast Conference weekend series, the Batcats currently lead the conference with a record of 14 and 4 they've won six straight the game will be broadcast on BYU radio at 9 p.m eastern former golfing cougar zach blair has started the first round of the wells fargo championship at eagle point golf club currently tied for 65th at two over par through 15 holes and this just in byu men's golf will compete in the stanford regional hey I like anything that has to do with Stanford golf and BYU this year because BYU won a tournament that featured Stanford, the good win, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, I like it. Let's well, congratulations. go Cougs. Joining us in Studio B, as promised, BYU basketball sophomore and recently returned missionary from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Ryan Andrus. Ryan, welcome back. Appreciate it. It's good to be back. Did you miss us? I did. I did. Where's uh, Where's Jordan? Oh, yeah. Where's Jaron Jordan? He's in Columbus, Ohio, hanging out with the volleyball team. Yeah. Not a bad gig. Yeah. yeah. It's good to be here, though. So, now, it is It is May the 4th. I assume big Star Wars fan? <laughs> no. Not so much. Not really? No. So just, uh... Just, just missed the mark with Jason, you? Jason's done interviewing you now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can speak for Jaron, too. What? I mean, I'll be celebrating Cinco de Mayo tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Niece's birthday. She's turning two, so okay. be celebrating that. Give the man some time. <laughs> Just got, he's running the stairs with Rocky in uh, Philadelphia, He's been right? back for two weeks. He's fully acclimated, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you're back in Studio B and in Provo now as a sophomore on this BYU basketball team. How do you feel like you have changed the most over the last few years? I'd say... Uh, physically um I went out I played my freshman year about 212 215 uh went out I feel like my body has matured a little bit I'm sitting about 240 right now hoping to play at that weight and, and just feeling really good so I'd say physically okay the yeah. members the members fed you well they in did. Philadelphia they did they how did. much how much basketball were you able to play uh, we play some pickup on the streets every now and then, but, um, with members, with missionaries, with the people of Philadelphia, I didn't want to risk too much. And so I'd get shots up every now and then, but mainly just set aside basketball for a little while. Did you shock anybody coming in at six eleven or whatever your official height is right now after two years? Yeah. I, I mean, I've been asked how tall are you my whole life, but out there in Philadelphia is probably the most I've ever been asked in two years. How many times did you run the Rocky Steps? Just once. It's, but you were able to I, do it. Absolutely. You've got to do it going it's, to Philadelphia. Yes. If you're in Philly, you have to run the steps. And then did you did you throw the hands up of the course. Air like I have Rocky? A, I have the picture to, to prove it, so I'll, I'll share that with you one time. Absolutely. In fact, I think you should tweet that out, Ryan. I will. It's been a while since you've been on Twitter, right? I know. I don't know if I still have my account. Oh, you do? It because I away. followed it, I think, two days ago. Okay. I'll have to get back it's still on. still there. Hopefully you can rediscover the okay, password. I'll try. But the first tweet, I think, should be, 
The Rocky picture, yeah, man. I'll tag you in it. Just an idea. Okay. Just an idea. Ryan Andrus, BYU basketball sophomore, with us on BYU Sports Nation. How much hoop have you actually played since you've been back? Almost every day. Um, I've been working out with Coach Short, and then I'll get some shots up, f- trying to find my rhythm. Not doing too much, but I have been um, getting some shots up almost every day. You mentioned that you felt uh, that physically is where you made your, your, your growth over the last two years. Yeah. From a physical standpoint, where do you think you are right now? Um, not ready to compete at the highest level, obviously, coming back for two years. Um, but the adjustments that I have made in the last two weeks, I feel like I'm um, on a, a steady increase and be ready to go for summer workouts. And so at this pace, I'm feeling really good. What was your first impression of the brand-new BYU Basketball Gosh. Marriott Center Annex. Place is phenomenal. Um, to have you know a weight room and the gym right there, those offices, the team lounge. You can't go wrong with some Xbox every now and then. <laughs> um, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Nice so gig. Did you have your fill of uh, Philly cheesesteaks? I'm assuming you did not immediately come home and then want a Philly cheesesteak. No, I, di- I didn't. And I was fortunate enough to spend about 17 months of my mission in the city of Philadelphia. Wow. So I did get a fair share of cheesesteaks, maybe too many. But towards the end, it was, it was just another sandwich. So Okay, uh, not everybody will know this, but I, I'm going to ask you a question that all Philadelphians have an opinion on. Pats or Geno's, Ryan? Neither. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> There's a third option? They're tourist places. Yes. They're, they're not good. <laughs> it's they're the not truth. Good. I've been there. Really? They're not good. We, uh, we went on a cheesesteak tour. We went to 10 different cheesesteak places in one day on a P-Day. And Pats and Geno's were ninth and 10th. <laughs> they're not, they're good. not they're Okay, not so then good. what is the best place to go? Either so, so there's three spots I can't decide from. Gooey Louie's in South Philly, where I spent about nine months of my mission. Gooey Louie's? Gooey Louie's. Okay. That wins um, with the name. <laughs> De Los Andros and Max's up in North Philly. Phenomenal place. Okay, so let's just clarify this. You said you went to 10 different Philly cheesesteak places. Yeah. In one day. Correct. <laughs> with, with three other missionaries. So it's we like split up the, the, the cheesesteak and yeah. so we had a quarter. Yeah. Okay, so you didn't you personally did not eat ten, ten, at ten different places. No, so I added up. It was about two and a half cheesesteaks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that helped him get to two forty. That's right. I needed it. I needed right. it. <laughs> you played twenty one games in two thousand fifteen, and I'm sure that feels like an eternity ago. Yeah, yeah. When you were actually playing basketball at BYU. What do you remember about your freshman season? Season that uh, you can springboard off of now? Um, I, I remember just the physicality of the game. It's a whole nother game from, from high school and the level that you need to compete at um, here at uh, BYU and the West Coast Conference is on a whole, whole different uh, playing field. And so um, I'm looking forward to knowing that, using that as a springboard and this offseason, just doing what I can to prepare myself physically for the, for the season. We talked about the the brand new Marriott Center annex. I mean, the seats inside the Marriott Center are different when you played, but this is a new team, basically. Yeah. H- how well do you know your new teammates to this point? Um, I've been working out with Zach Elias a little bit. Um, I've seen uh, Yoli Childs around a little bit, but most of the guys are out right now for spring, and so... I, I don't know him too well, but look forward to having him back and being able to work this summer and prepare for the season. Now, your buddies Luke Worthington yeah. and Dalton Nixon will also return uh, in the not-too-distant uh, future from their missions. Yeah. Uh, 
what's it what's it like to kind of regain that camaraderie with those guys and may, did you keep contact with them while you were out i did for the most part um it, it wasn't a weekly basis thing but we'd reach out to each other every now and then and um, see how we're doing uh, but it will be nice because it's a whole nother team but having some familiar faces back will will be nice and hopefully get on the golf course a little bit with Dalton this summer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to play golf. Let's go. Okay, I'm let's ready. do it. Let's do it. What kind of impact do you expect to have with this team this season? Um, I see a lot of opportunities, um, especially with Corbin going to play football um, and a few other pieces that are moving right now. I see a lot of opportunities. Talking to Coach Lewis, um, he sees a lot of opportunities as well, and um, I think I'll, I'll have a great chance to, to play the season and be able to make an impact. And so uh, just a whole new team, obviously, for my freshman year. And so getting to play with some new guys and learn from them and new coaching staff as well, um, it, it's going to be fun. What have your conversations been like with the coaching staff since you've returned? Uh, a lot about Philadelphia. Uh, we've gotten a couple cheesesteaks here and there. But for the most part, just talking about summer workouts and what I can do to prepare for what's ahead and how I can make the most of this upcoming season. Very good, Ryan. Yeah. It's great to have you back, man. It's good to be back. And we appreciate the recommendation for Gooey Louis. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Max is in North Philly. De Sandros as well. De Sandros, there you go. But not Pats and Geno's. Like, <laughs> like, that's all I've ever heard is those two. Don't waste your Overrated, time. Right. right? Overrated. Okay. Tourist place. You want to go yeah. look at pictures of famous people? Yeah. Pats and Geno's yeah. is the place. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. I appreciate it. As a BYU fan, what sport has your attention right now? Ryan Anders thinking about basketball. At BYU Fanatics says three-way tie between volleyball, softball, and baseball. All three teams are repping the Y awesomely right now. Spencer will not allow that. You have to pick one. Today. <laughs> Today. Volleyball. Spencer doesn't buy that. Eye candy. Jerem Jordan is hanging out with the volleyball team next. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Mark it down. Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard live from Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Our daily rebroadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Maverick Buffo, who just liked one of my tweets, actually, gets a start tonight as BYU Baseball plays Game 1 of 3 at Santa Clara. Game time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can listen on BYU Radio as the Batcats look to continue their dominating ways. There is no validation quite like a like yes. on Twitter. Absolutely. From one of the BYU Baseball That's Batcats. right. <laughs> the hat stack king, yes. Maverick Buffo. As a BYU fan, what sport has your attention right now? At B-Royal Blue Cook says BYU Volleyball. BYU softball and BYU baseball are all getting equal attention. You can bet I'll be split screening tonight's games. This guy, he's pick not, one. This guy is not having it. Pick one. He's like not having one it. has to have like the upper hand, right? And it's the national semifinals in volleyball today. You must pick a favorite child. Somebody's in the postseason. None of this. I love all my children. You have to pick a favorite child. Jerem Jordan is joining us in Columbus. Be easy for Jerem. He only has one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's your favorite child? BYU Volleyball. <laughs> Eye Candy is his new nickname, thanks to Ben Patch. Jerem, how was the weather? And, oh, first and foremost, no, no, no. Let's start with this. Last year, you left your wallet in Denver. So is the trip off to a better start because you hopefully still have your wallet with you? 
I do. Yes. My favorite child. I do. I have my wallet. I have my sanity. It's all good. <laughs> He's got his wallet. Okay, now now this. You're off to at least a better start this time. Have you confirmed that your haircut is up to par with Ben Patch yet? No, because I haven't been over to the arena yet. Okay. So I, I didn't get a haircut from yesterday morning to now. You wouldn't do that for Ben Patch? Sorry, I thought that that was kind of no. a thing. You would okay. have time. No. Did you have any layovers? Did you could have got one at the airport? Time. I did not know. And there's a, no, there's one guy that cuts my hair and it's the same barber as Ben Pat. He's in Springville, bro. <laughs> could have got a haircut. I mean, you could have had your shoes Ohio, shined. Ohio, Ohio. Other than presenting BYU volleyball with the BYU sports nation karma, what is on your to-do list in Columbus? One other thing, man, see Ohio stadium, see the shoe. That's, that's, that's it. And win a semifinal. That's the agenda today. Okay. Hey, that's that's a thing. You There's went, only two things on the list today. You were in Happy yes, Valley last year in uh, in Pennsylvania on Penn State's campus. You went and saw that football stadium. So why not uh, make the shoe a thing, right? And and Tom Homo, I don't know, if, I don't know if he saw this. I just saw he, it. He he just tweeted. He's at Ohio Stadium, you know, a few minutes ago. He said, "Cook fans, should I try and get a game?" Everyone's like, "Oh yes!" Oh. <laughs> you think Urban would do a home and home? <laughs> no, he'd do a one-off. You know, yeah. you know he wouldn't do a home-and-home. Home. Come on. I don't even care. I would take a one-off with Ohio State. That, uh, uh, yeah, I would, too. Yeah, We're yeah in that's that position one of those point. programs. You be licking yes. my chops. Hey, what kind of a match do you expect tonight between the two longtime MPSF rivals, BYU and Long Beach State? Think about the context of this one. It is pretty epic. This is a rematch of last year's national semifinal. Long Beach State, bunch of freshmen, uh, BYU won that in four, right? BYU lost to Ohio State last year in the national championship match. Tonight, the teams split like they did last year in the regular season, this time in Provo. Now they're on a neutral court. Long Beach State was unbeatable at home. They did beat BYU in Provo. So it feels like Long Beach State's the better team. And I think they are by a hair. But I think if BYU can win the serve and serve-receive battle, get Long Beach State uncomfortable, which is pretty hard to do, BYU's got a chance. I think this is going to be another close one. I don't think it's going to be like the second night in Provo where Long Beach State swept the Cougars. I think it'll be more like the first night where it was a five-set thriller, 18-16 in the fifth, as close an extra overtime match as you can, you can have. I think BYU's ready for this. I don't think they feel the pressure of the last 13 years. I think they feel the pressure of uh, the moment, which is we played them in Provo. We didn't play them in the MPSF tournament. I, I think the Cougars are ready because this is it for Ben Patch. This is it for Jake Langlois. I, I think they have their minds in the right place. I'm interested to see how they come out and play them. So even with so many close calls, you don't think that there is some sort of sense of desperation at this point? I think it's healthy desperation. I, I think there's some level of negative desperation. when it's If you let the last 13 years stack on top of you and how good this program has been and the fact that they haven't won a national title is pretty – ridiculous. Uh, I don't think, I don't get the sense that that is on these guys. I think it's, we know we're good. We know we, we know what Long Beach State does. They know what we do. We've got to win an all-out dogfight. Jerem Jordan with us in Columbus, Ohio, ready for the national semifinals tonight. BYU Volleyball taking on Long Beach State. We talk a ton about Jake Langlois and Tim Daubert's been stepping up and Brendan Sander. What about the under-the-radar guy that BYU needs to have step up to win a national championship? Well, I, I think it's probably Leo Durkin. Uh, if he, and if he can get some good uh, passes, that is, when Long Beach State serves, and they serve well, 
when they serve, can BYU pass the ball to Leo Durkin effectively? Then Leo Durkin can distribute to, I don't know, a couple of All-Americans on the pins. Will Ben Patch start? That's a question, too. I, I will be surprised if he does not. Tim Daubert started against Barton, but I think you got to start Ben Patch in this. He's played in three NCAA tournaments, gone to three national title matches, two-time first-team All-American. Injured, but he's healthy. He's good to go. Um, I, I think you got to start him. But I, I think Leo Durkin might be the key. Eric Sykes, another guy, the libero. He's got to defend. He's got to bring his shovel and get some digs tonight uh, because Long Beach State is one of the best, if not the best, teams in the country. Number one ranked on their game. National Player of the Year, as named last night, T.J. DeFalco on the other side, the sophomore uh, from the 49ers. So probably Leo Durkin. As you just mentioned, Long Beach State is very good. BYU's well aware of that. But BYU's good as well, obviously. What do you think the Cougars do better than the 49ers? That's a great question. Um, I, I think they're pretty even across the board. I, I think that BYU is more physical than Long Beach State. It's nice to have a six foot nine opposite in Ben Patch, six foot ten uh, opposite with Tim Dobbert. So either guy is massive. Jake Langlois is six ten, and he is one of the best players in the country. Jake might be one of the top three at this point. Just got the invite to uh, the World League team for Team USA yesterday. Langlois, Patch, and of course Taylor Sander. That was big news. I think BYU is more physical. So if it's even uh, in terms of serve-receive, that is how well you pass the ball to the center, um, I think BYU can win this because Long Beach State has good players on the other side. Tuaninga is a fantastic setter. Uh, Kyle Ensing's a fantastic opposite. DeFalco is the best outside hitter in the country, I think. But if all things are even, BYU is big enough to have an advantage at the net physically when attacking the ball, but also blocking the ball. Good stuff from Jerem Jordan thus far. Yesterday, USA Volleyball's World League roster was announced. Langlois, Patch, and Taylor Sander are all on it. Quickly, Jerem, what does that mean for this BYU program? Oh, that's big time because Langlois and Patch are making it straight out of BYU. Langlois is a guy, and I'll just highlight him. When he was a freshman, unheralded, walked on, wanted to play a sport at BYU, just tried out for volleyball, scheduled a bunch of tryouts. He made the volleyball team cancel the others. Carl McGowan, the legendary and recently deceased head coach for BYU, said of him before he had done anything, he said, if he can figure it out, he could play for Team USA. And when I saw that Jake Langlois made the roster yesterday, I was a little emotional because of what Carl McGowan had said, given Jake Langlois's lack of skill to the point where he is going to play with the World League team for Team USA this summer. That is a really cool story. But the best story for BYU would be to overcome and get the monkey off the back this week by winning the national title. It starts tonight against Long Beach State. If BYU wins this, it's going to be a crazy tough match, probably against Ohio State, maybe Hawaii on Saturday night. Great stuff, Jerem. Just make sure your hair is looking on point when you are at it the ne- match tonight, okay? It never I- is. Eye yeah. candy needs to be ready to go, man. <laughs> I'm no Ryan Gosling. Come on, you guys. <laughs> Jerem, thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. All righty. Jerem Jordan from Columbus, Ohio. We didn't ask him one question about Star Wars. How did we not do that, Jason? I was going to say, when you were talking about his hair, I was going to say, make sure it doesn't look like a scruffy-looking nerf herder. Oh, my goodness. He would have enjoyed that. We have dipped to that level. <laughs> the Cougar Whip Round will bring us back up next. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com. For help when you need it most. 
Thanks to today's guest, Tyson Pratcher, co-founder of the Harlem Jets, Ryan Andrus of BYU Basketball, back from his two-year mission, and Jerem Jordan in Columbus, Ohio, previewing the national semifinals for volleyball. That's right. Coming up tomorrow, Ronnie Jones-Perry from Women's Volleyball and Team USA. And Jerem Jordan will be joining us again, hopefully recapping a win over Long Beach State. Let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Volleyball. Three seed BYU takes on two seed Long Beach State tonight in the NCAA semifinal. Six Eastern. You can stream it live on NCAA.com. Softball. Number three BYU has been named to the USA Volleyball World League preliminary roster. Uh, former Cougar Taylor Sander, who was the World League MVP in 2014, will be joined by current BYU players Jake Lingois and Ben Patch. Okay, now baseball. softball. Or baseball. BYU Baseball travels to Santa Clara tonight to kick off a three-game West Coast Conference Series. The Batcats currently leading the conference with a record of 14-4. That game live on BYU Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern. Golf. Announced just moments ago, BYU men's golf team will compete in the Stanford Regionals of the NCAA Championships. Competition will begin on May 15th. Cougars in the PGA. Former golfing Cougar Zach Blair has started the first round of the Wells Fargo Championship at Eagle Point Golf Club. He's currently tied for 15th at one under par through 17 holes. Jason? Cougars overseas. Brandon Davies had 20 points and six rebounds yesterday in A.S. Monaco's win over Paris Levelois. Uh Trent Playstead had, I don't know if that's right. Trent Playstead had six points and three rebounds in Toyota Alvark's loss against Tochigi Brex. Cougars in the minors. Jacob Brugman, two for four last night with the Nashville Sounds in a loss. Jacob Hanneman went one for four with a home run for the Tennessee Smokies in a win. And Brennan Lund, one for five with the Burlington Bees, who lost five to three. Cougars in the NBA. Jen Hampson had two points, three rebounds, two assists for the Connecticut Sun in a preseason win over the L.A. Sparks. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. I'm giving it to the entire Harlem Jets youth football program. That was fantastic. Well done. Well done. As a BYU fan, what sport has your attention right now? Our elite tweet of the day at Nelvin Wilson 7 says, For tonight, BYU volleyball, and hopefully Saturday night too. Then it's back to the pigskin. Tanner Mangum's going to shred Utah this year. Oh, I love the optimism. Hey, conversation continuing 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes. Download the podcast. For Jason, I'm Spence. Shout out to Sione Kinikini.